0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: to welcome everybody to this beautiful Sunday morning and uh, uh, I'm your host and friend and Reverend Sean McCain. I'd like to welcome everybody to Sacred Sunday. Sacred Sunday was created to just focus on the tenets of Sundays, a special day to set aside some time for spiritual focus, meditation and prayer. All faiths are welcome and I'm a Christian in recovery and all Bible readings will be out of my Riley Study Bible and of course you can use any Bible you wish. I've had many spiritual experiences, and God has given me a lot. So in gratitude, we just have ongoing Bible readings every Sunday morning, and I'm just focused on being my real self and carrying the message given to me,
0: and I don't have any
1: ax to grind, and I just want to have a few minutes with God and with my people that are praying with me. The call number this morning is 619-924-9744, and we air every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay, the opening music was by Salve Vocal Group from the CD Native Angels by Salve. And if you want to order a copy, contact sava And they're also on Facebook. They do live shows. And you can listen to them for free on YouTube, or if you want their CD, go over there to Amazon, salve.org. And um, this morning, I'd like to welcome everybody in chat and also um, those listening in archives. I have many, many friends that are listening, and I want to thank you all. And uh, keep praying for me, and I'll keep praying for you. In the opening prayer, let's say, our Father, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we pray for all Christians being persecuted worldwide. We believe that their lives are in great jeopardy or their lives have been taken for evil reasons. However, we believe that they become martyrs, and they also up in heaven praying for us. We pray for all those suffering from violence here and abroad. And we pray for those who are suffering, uh, for violence in their own home, and we pray for those who are sick in mind and body, and those who are lonely and uncomforted. Forgive us, God, for our sins. <clears throat> we pray for all all the animals that can't speak for themselves, and we also pray for uh, those that that can't get help. That are we pray for the starving ones and the ones in great jeopardy. And our prayers go out to all those who suffer in the world, and we always think about them. And we also pray for the wisdom of our president and the rest of the policymakers. They have many decisions to make, and we're praying for all countries uh, for problems of suffering all over the world. We want to thank you, God, for what you've given us. Thank you, God. And we ask Jesus to bless us and help us grow under his care and everyone and their families in our prayers. Okay, and I wish that I pray that people need to be meant and pray for patience and to love one another. And we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Oh, my throat hurts. Anyway, happy birthday to everyone who has a birthday today. We wish you all the best in the world.
0: And we're going to wish
1: everybody a happy Halloween. And um, that's coming up soon. And we love the fall festivities and everything else. And, um, I would like also to wish, uh, my, my true friends listening and those who support me, uh, just, just keep praying for me and I'll keep doing this.
0: You know, we're all the way
1: up to Hebrews chapter 11. I don't even know how that happened. I guess it just happened one chapter at a time, but, uh, it's quite amazing. So, um, what we're going to do now is I'm going to read the summary and, uh, it's about keeping the faith. And, okay, so you've got to have faith, and, but what is faith? We're glad you asked. in probably the most famous verses in the Bible, the author tells us, faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the convictions of things not seen. Basically, it just means that if we have faith then we know for sure that everything that we're hoping for and dreaming of will eventually come true, even though we can't see the path ahead of us, Faith tells us the road will be a smooth one. In other words, if you believe it, you will achieve it. All of the stars in the Hebrew Bible had faith, the author tells us. The author name drops a ton of them to prove his point Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Rahab, Gideon, Barak, Samson, Joseph, David, Samuel. The prophets and the martyrs. Basically, who's who of the faithful. But just one thing these all folks died before God gave them the world, Jesus.
0: <clears throat>
1: Sorry. But Jesus saving death applies to them too, even though they didn't know about it. They still <laughs> lived their lives in the way God wanted them to. That means they're all square with the big guy. Well, remember back in Genesis, on the seventh day, God rested. That was Genesis two, three. Well, the author thinks that the kind of rest that the faithful should be aiming for. After God created the entire world, he entered into a peaceful state of calm and relaxation. He wasn't shaping men out of clay or blowing the wings on birds. He just was. And that kind of rest that Christians should be looking for through Jesus, says Hebrews, the ability to just sit and be with God. And if you want to make it to this restful place, it continues. You've got to keep the faith, unlike the ancient Israelites. If you don't, God will know, and it's pretty tough to hide stuff from him. Why? Because his word is alive and working in the word. It's sharp, too, sharper than even a two-edged sword, and it can cut through you like butter. But it's not all judgment and sword-flashing. There's Jesus, too. Remember, since Jesus came became human, he knows how everybody struggles with the whole sin thing. And sure, he didn't ever have sin himself, but he knows it's tough, and he's totally sympathizes. And in conclusion, if you're in need of grace and mercy, you know where the whose throne you should be heading over to. And then let's read Hebrews chapter eleven. Hebrews chapter eleven. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the men of old gained approval. By faith we understand that the the worlds are prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which was visible.
0: Hmm.
1: By faith Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain, through which he ordained the testimony that he was righteous. God testifying about these things, and through faith, though through he was dead, he still speaks. By faith Enoch had taken up so that he would not see death, and then he was not found because God took him up. For he he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. That was one of the big mysteries of the Bible. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned by God about things not yet seen, in reverence, prepared for an ark for the salvation of his household, by which he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness to which according to faith by faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out in a place which he was to receive for an inheritance and went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he lived as an alien in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, dwelling in the tents with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heirs to the same promise. For he was looking for the city for which was foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah herself received ability to conceive, even beyond the proper time of life, since she considered him faithful, whom he had promised. therefore, there was born even with one man, and he was good as dead at that, as many of descendants as of the stars of the heaven in number, and the innumerable sand of which uh, on the seashore. Excuse me, all those who died in faith without receiving the promises and having been seen them and having welcomed them from a distance and having confessed that they were strangers and exiles on earth. For those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a country of of their own. And they indeed, if they had been thinking that the country from which they went out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country. That it is a heavenly one, therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, and he has prepared a city in for them. by faith, Abraham, when he was tested offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was offering up his only begotten son. It was here to whom was said, "Is Isaac your, your descendant will be called?
0: <clears throat>
1: he considered that God is able to rise people up from the dead from which he had received him back as, as a type. Hmm. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau, even regarding things to come. By faith, Jacob, as he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped and leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the exodus of the sons of Israel and gave orders concerning his bones. And uh, we're, now we're up to verse 23. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of the Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to endure ill treatment with the people of God than to obey the passing pleasures of sin. Considering the approach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. By faith he left Egypt, fearing the wrath of the king, for he had endured in seeing him who was unseen. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, so that he destroyed the firstborn would not touch him. By faith they were passed through the Red Sea as though they were passing through dry land and the Egyptians, when they attempted it, were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rehab the harlot did not did not perish among those who were disobedient after she welcomed the, the spies in peace. And what more shall I say, for time will fail me if I tell Gideon, Barak, Samson, of David and Samuel and the prophets who by faith conquered kingdoms and performed acts of righteousness obtained promises and shut the mouths of lions quenched the power of the fire escaped the edge of the sword and from weaknesses made strong became mighty in war and in foreign armies to flight women received the back of their, their back their dead by resurrection and others were tortured and accepting their release so that they may obtain a better resurrection. The others experienced mockings, scourgings, and yes, also chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn. In, wow. Sawn in two. They were tempted. And they were put to death with a sword. And they went about in sheepskins and goatskins and begin, beginning to be destitute, afflicted, and ill-treated. And then 38, it says, men. With in the world was not worthy, wandering in the deserts, mountains and caves and holes in the ground. and all these, having gained approval through their faith, did not receive what was promised, because God had provided something better for us, so that apart from us, they would not be made perfect. Wow, that's an intense chapter and um, it's um, stunning because there's just one chapter. Is actually reliving all the chapters past that we know so well. So we're going to carry on with uh, chapter 12 next week. And I'm sorry, I I don't sound good. Um, I didn't realize I had a sore throat until I started talking. Sorry. Um, So now that we read that summary, I just uh, learned a lot. I'm a little bit shocked, the intensity of that. And um, let's... uh, I was actually, when they're thinking that, uh, when they was write, writing that heaven uh, was like a country, um, it reminds me of a story that I read in uh, uh, The Angel, The Book of Angels, and it was by Sophie Burnham, and uh, what she was talking about was this man uh, was up in the Appalachian Mountains, and he had no electricity, he didn't have anything, and he always, always had lived, Uh, Just that kind of life Just uh, holy He said his prayers every day Um, He practiced a faith That was solid And um, old country And uh, he was up there by himself But Each morning as the sun rose He began to hear A A singing in the heavens And he could actually um, Hear the voices Starting from the, you know, the east and going to the west, and it, as it came towards uh, his cabin, it would get louder, and it happened every day, and uh, he first um, went down, there like he had to go to the store once in a while, so he'd come down, and he'd buy some supplies, and being, uh, being you know, down to earth, you know, he said, is there any uh, radio station being broadcast up here? He says, I'm hearing a lot of singing in the mountains. And they said, "Well, no, uh, not really." So uh, he went back home, and uh, they keep, keep coming and singing every morning from, um, uh, you know, morning, and then it would uh, cross across the sky, and uh, then he started singing. He started singing with them. So when they come closer, and he could start hearing the words, he would. Um, uh, harmonize sometimes and he, he could hear their voices and uh, he would just sing along every morning he was really happy and one day uh, the he asked a question He he, start, he there was a gruff voice uh, singer up there and he liked that guy but anyway he said uh, excuse me can I ask somebody a question and it was that guy that answered and he said uh, what you doing up there uh, what's going on and they said we're in heaven. We're singing. You can hear us. And he said, "Yeah, I can hear you." And uh, the one guy, he asked, uh, "So what you doing up there?" He said, "Well, there's many countries up here, and uh, we're we're coming by." You know, he started giving an explanation of of heaven. That heaven has many countries. So I was just when we were just reading that, it reminded me of this whole story. So anyway, um, there was a somebody that heard about the story. Uh, came from a college to interview this guy. And he went and he asked him, you know, uh, you're hearing these uh, angels in this chorus and everything up in the sky. He said, yes, I sing with him every morning. And then pretty soon the choir started coming. And uh, he started singing along with it, singing uh, the old rugged cross and all the old songs. And anyway, the he asked the interview, don't you hear this? And the interview didn't hear anything. So he, had, but he took it like you know. Well, it was just meant for my ears. So the the man continued singing in the mountains, you know, until he died. But um, I think that's a beautiful story and uh, touched by the whole thing. So anyway, um, you know, it's raining here. Uh, thank you God for some rain in California, and the birds are still out there cheeping. So it must be a warm rain. So anyway, let's see. I'm going to read out of the guidepost one little story. We only have time for one little story left. And it's called Finding My Way by Oscar Green. And it says he was lost and he is found. By, and that was Luke 15:24. In 1946, my spiritual life crumbled. The downside began during my 15-day downpour in a poverty-stricken, war-torn Korea. Everything seemed to conflict with the Ten of Commandments, the Sermon on the Mount, the Golden Rule, People were suffering. The children were ill-clad and underfed. Then my possessions were stolen, along with my book of common prayer, received at confirmation in 1932. My faith vanished. I no longer believed in God. After leaving the Army, I avoided church. My working hours were 3 until 11, six evenings a week. Sunday was my day, and I pretended not to hear tears in my wife Ruby's voice as she begged me to go to church even though the church bells left me feeling isolated I held firm I clung to the wartime memories and I struggled with disrupted dreams in September 1964 nine year old Oscar Jr. pleaded with me to attend church all daddies will be there he said I shook my head why should I pretend that evening under uh, another nightmare struck I was back in Korea, trudging that mud-filled path. A child was there, huddled, shivering, and crying. I knelt, and the child looked up. It was our son. I awakened, shaken and weeping. War had deprived these children, but I wasn't waging a war of my own. Weren't Ruby and Oscar Jr., victims of seeking my understanding, cooperation, and love? Wasn't I using the war, my working hours? and twisted reason to get my own way. Hesitantly, I entered church next Sunday. Ruby smiled from the choir loft, and our son clapped. I returned the following Sunday and the next Sunday. Gradually, I learned there was a spiritual family waiting to welcome me and to lessen the trauma that I suffered in Korea. My nightmares melted into happy dreams. The risen Lord, I lost my way. Thank you for using loved ones to help return me to you. And I think that's a beautiful story. Amen. So let's do our traditional outgoing prayer. And God bless you, everybody, today. And um, let's say our closing prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Well, I'll see you next Sunday, and God bless you, and keep his loving arms around you so that you may have the strength to face whatever is ahead. Just remember, we're never alone, and God bless you, I love you, and take care, and have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.